Are you excited for Black Friday, Cyber Monday? I know we said we were done with the last episode, but we lied. Here's why. There is so much to cover, and we want to make sure that you know everything you need to know going into the holiday shopping season. So this week, we're talking more about content and product offerings during the holidays. You're not going to want to miss this one. Let's dig in. Welcome to Commerce Tea, a podcast to help you succeed on Shopify. I'm Rian. And I'm Kelly. Grab a mug and join us as we talk about all things commerce. Good morning, Rian. Good morning, Kelly. How are you doing? I am finally taking a deep breath for the first time in a while. Me as well. Last week was the longest week ever. Ever. I'm pretty sure. So my birthday was last Sunday. Allegedly. And I'm pretty, allegedly, <laughs> yes. I'm pretty sure I aged four years last week. You probably did. You probably did. It was a weird you know week. It's not fair. Like, I am just now getting used to being 30, and now I have to be 34. Hey, welcome to the club. I'm already in my <laughs> mid-30s. You're already in your mid-30s. Uh, welcome. To hangovers. Thank you. You know what? <laughs> hey, you know what hasn't happened yet. So I'm crossing <laughs> my fingers. Um, you know what? I really had a crisis over on Sunday though. About what's that? I no longer belong to the 18 to 29 survey response group. <gasps> That's true. A weird thing though is you know I have a Fitbit and it tells you like your ratings based on your age group, and I realized. Even before my birthday, it had already put me in the women's 30 to 39 <laughs> age group. And I'm like, is this practice or I, I, I'm, is my data skewed now? I don't know what's happening. But anyway, I am 30 years old now. Also, 18 to 29 is a really – like if I'm data collecting, I'm going to maybe separate some of that out. Yes. Like I would do maybe 18 to 23 or 24 and then 24. Four to twenty nine, and I said twenty five. Yeah, only because you can finally rent a car. I was going to say, so that's when you really become an adult. Also, your brain finally finishes like developing around the age of twenty five. You're still a child at (laughs) eighteen. And when I was eighteen years old, and when I was seventeen years old, I was like, no, no. I mean, I'm I'm an adult. I know things. No, I did not know anything. No, and now I'm like thirty, and I'm you know I know everything now. Well, after this last year, last year, this last week, you're you're a grizzled ancient. I, you know, I started knitting because, okay, you know how like you just will randomly scroll on your phone? Yep. And okay. scrolling. Doom scrolling. So the problem is, is my doom scrolling often, I start to doom by, uh, you know, because like you're getting targeted for things on Instagram. I'm a total sucker. Like, I'm really strongly considering buying roller skates right now. Uh, like, I just, I saw the ad right before we, we came on on air. But I was, I, I last night I was like, to my husband, I said, I cannot keep just doing this. And I said, so I'm going to learn how to knit. <laughs> and I, uh, so far, I have about five inches of a scarf. Oh, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. It should take me until the end of the year to finish. Wow, that's a good goal. I'm not great at it. I'm going to be really honest. I'm not a crafty person. I 
pretend I'm a crafty person, but I am most definitely not. I'm good at keeping plants alive. Hey, I'm working on that. (laughs) But besides that, (laughs) I I say that and I look back and my plant, it looks like it has seen better days, but that's okay. Do you know plants can get sunburned? Or at least that's what my neighbor said, who's really into plants. Oh. So that's your say. surprised. (laughs) I hope my plant's okay. I did not put sunscreen on it. I did not. Okay, so what are we what are we doing today, Kelly? So we are still not done talking about Black Friday, Cyber Monday. And I do want to clarify, like, we are talking about BFCM, but we're also talking about, like, the entire holiday shopping season. Yes. Like, this goes well beyond the, you know, the big sales weekend of the year, quote-unquote weekend. You know, we know how that goes. Like, this is this is through all holiday shopping, including the last-minute shopping that, yeah, that always happens, too. I think it's super important to talk about because... As you and I are doing some store teardowns and doing some other stuff, we're starting to notice just some areas of opportunity. And and I think it would be great to shout that out to uh, more and more folks. Because as you said, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, while it is but a weekend, it is really a giant holiday shopping season. And plus, you get to then make sure you really have good practices in place for, I don't know, January? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> every other time you're running your store yeah. yeah this is this is evergreen content right here this is a, this is a recommendation that's going to work year-round except for maybe like the holiday photos that we're going to talk about kelly you and i were really bullish on prime day and the sale kind of trickle down and that was going to be the kickoff to holiday uh buying do you think we saw that or do you think we saw like a I was thinking a tsunami. I think we saw a little bit of a swell. I would I, I would agree with you. Like if on a scale from like being underwhelmed to overwhelmed, I was whelmed. <laughs> it was like a nice like medium level there. I didn't see as many merchants uh jump on board to offer a sale during Prime Day as I thought it would. Yeah. Um, but some did. I think I think many are still preparing for actual Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Which makes sense, right? Buying psychology, buyers psychology, they're getting ready for Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Yeah. Let's be, let's be honest. Most people are not holiday shopping yet. No, they're not. And so, yeah, I I honestly believe that everybody should be starting holiday shopping much sooner, especially with disruptions, with fulfillments. We know they're going to come. Supply chain fulfillment. Yeah. It's... Especially with with we're seeing you know, record COVID cases, I I would just urge you uh, as a store owner to make sure you're set up for that, to be resilient towards that, and then you know maybe target your marketing ahead of Black Friday. Cyber. What do you think, Kelly? Do you do you, I because I don't want you to start uh, for those listening to us. I don't want you to start creating you know a discount brand and like everything's on sale all of the time like that because that's not good, right? It's not good, and but but there's a there's a balance here to achieve, and you don't have to be a discount brand while also starting a little bit sooner here. I think, you know, I don't know. Like, I, I think you can go either way. I think you can start early if you really wanted to, but also if you wait, you just have to be crystal clear on what to expect yeah. when it comes to shipping times because things could take longer to ship, especially if you already have items that take on average longer to ship anyway. As in, you're not shipping within like three to five business days. Once you're already beyond that, things are going like things are going to take longer to arrive. 
Yeah, I think you need to be crystal clear and then conservative with your projections as well. Yeah. Like if you I agree. if you know it's going to take 3 days, it takes 10. <laughs> I just think that that's it's better to what is it? Um under under promise, over deliver, whatever that adage is. Yes. Yeah. Not over promise and under deliver. Yeah. The exact opposite of that. You're right. <laughs> I was close. I was close. So what are some good things that our listeners can do to help get them started in the right direction? So let's start with content. There's a lot of content that you can start creating right now that's actually something that you can use as a template for all year long, which is pretty cool. First, one of my absolute favorites, and I'm starting to see brands already start doing this, are gift guides. Mm -hmm. Especially when you have a pretty large inventory, make some recommendations of what people are going to like. Um, You know, I I cannot pronounce the name of the business for the life of me. Viori, the the jogger brand. V-U-O-R-I. I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea how to pronounce it, but they have a holiday gift guide. Um, I'm going to link to it in the show notes. I'm also just going to pull it up here. So they have four different categories. They have bestsellers, active, under $100 and lounge, but they also separate it by men's gifts and women's gifts. Mm -hmm. So you can really drill down to what people recommend. So, I mean, it's a, it's a nice and, – and you're not overwhelmingly offering so many different product options here where it's just like another collection page. It's a nice mix of here are five products for each of the, ca- the categories plus a category for like shop all items under $100. And it's broken up by uh, really nice ph- photography. I, so – Yeah. I think it's a good a good example. So they have, yeah, they have the men's gift guide. They have the women's gift guide. I think this is the men's gift guide. It's just called gift guide, which opinions, but yep, it is. <laughs> uh, don't need to go into that. Uh, so I'm going to link to the gift guide in the show notes just so you can see, see kind of the structure of it. So this is a really good example of one though, because like I said, you don't want to offer so many products that it's just another collection of products. It, you don't actually curate what's on there. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. I, I was actually thinking about making my own gift guide and posting it on my website, but then I realized that was just like a public Christmas list for my husband. That's okay. We're actually, <laughs> we're doing a, uh, a gift guide, a gift guide for the tap room that we'll be publishing uh, probably this month, next month. We'll see. Oh. Uh, and the way we structured it is each team member chose an item from one of our client stores. Okay. An item that is not, or not necessarily on a client store, but just like a cool thing that they've found on the internet and something specifically that they would like. Okay. So you can kind of see like their personality and why they're selecting what they're selecting and everything too, but also getting to see some of what our clients sell and also just cool things on the internet. So that'll be really fun to publish. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it. I might get some good ideas from it. Also, I like that idea in general and I think I'm going to ask my team to do it. You totally should. should. It's easy content. So that's the thing. Like gift guides, the reason why I said this is this is a good good for a template is that people use gift guides year round. It's not like it's a specific holiday thing. And you can keep on recycling the content that's on your gift guide and use it for like a summertime Valentine's Day. Yes. That's the next holiday, right? That's the I uh yeah. It's like winter holidays are happening. 
And then the winter gift guide. The, the winter but, the winter gift guide. And then you're gonna have, you know, love gift guide. And then after that is um St. Patrick's Day gift guide, obviously. <laughs> so long story short, everybody do a gift guide. It also it's easy content, which is always great in my book. I'm going to link to one more gift guide, and this is from one of our clients, uh, Mint Julep Boutique. Um, so they also have a gift guide, and there's a setup a little bit differently. So they have the same categories like gifts under 25, gifts under 50, and gifts under 75. You'll you'll quickly catch on that this is something that we very much recommend you do. But instead of like the uh, bestsellers kind of collections, they instead categorize who like based on who they're buying for. So for example, the fashionista for the one who is always on trend or the neutral fanatic for the minimalist who loves natural tones. And so you can showcase some, sorry, the next one down was play it safe, but the socially distanced quarantine queen. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's me. For me. <laughs> it's beautiful. But, but like you could really have some fun with this and you can, you can, really customize it to match your brand's voice and how your customers shop and have some just just have fun with it it doesn't have to be a boring like you should buy these gifts because they are good gifts right it's like for the gen z for the 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 zoomer in your life yeah relevant to me that is very relevant it's very relevant to me and the answer is all she wants is jolyn which is that's it That is acceptable. So uh, another great way to build your content right now is to show your product out in the wild with with customers, which in our world we call UGC, user-generated content, but maybe do a roundup of something like that. Yeah. So especially, for example, if you sell apparel, you can have, see how our customers are pairing these leggings with other clothes, whatever. Please say it better than I just did. Um, and you can Kelly, show Kelly, the off, copywriter. Yes. Hire me for your copy. Please buy these clothes. They are clothes. Um, no, but it's a, like that would be a good example. Like you're selling these leggings. You want to really push the leggings and you have a link to purchase them directly on the blog post, for example. And you can show off. Uh, your customers who post a picture of themselves wearing the leggings on Instagram, like how do they turn in those leggings into a full outfit? And so you can you could do like for you know the, the you know office chic. Um, you could do like lazy, not lazy. Please, that's that's me. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Lounge. Uh, athleisure. Ath- like the lounge wear. Yes. Lazy. What I mean is athleisure. <laughs> Same thing. Uh, <laughs> But basically, you can kind of categorize and like show off, you know, your customers wearing the clothes. Also, customers are posting those pictures for a reason. They love having them shown off elsewhere. So use the, your user-generated content in more places than just sharing again on social media. Yeah. It's it, because people want to see it on a real human. Exactly. And e- bonus points, if you're actually able to reach out to that person whose content you're using and say, hey, like, wh- you know... And maybe maybe this isn't appropriate, but I don't think it is. Like, what size did you buy? And how tall are you? Because yeah. then people, and I'm thinking apparel, obviously, but oh, okay. So she she's five six 
and she bought a medium. Okay, we look like we have about the same body type. I bet that size will fit me. Yeah, Especially if you're not super heavy into doing that any other place on your store, which you probably should be if you're you're in apparel. But we we often don't see it. You see like the one or two model types and that's it. But please get permission from your customers to share that information on the website. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. I know you can go see. You can go find their order in the system and see what they ordered. Don't share that yeah. unless you have permission do to do so. Do not share that information without explicit written consent because consent is everything. Consent is everything. Okay. So on the same topic of sharing what your customers are posting, social proof is a really, really, really big opportunity here. Yeah. And this very this is very much in the same line. So what was the... Uh, what was the story view that, that we did that had the um, the TikTok uh, videos embedded on the product? Was page? that Olipop? I don't think so. I think I thought it was like an apparel store. Was it? <laughs> I could be wrong. I don't know. Anyway, like that's a good like a good example of reusing that that, that seeing other people wearing the products out again, in the wild and showcasing that on your website is going to make it a more trustworthy product because people already love it. So have testimonials. Start collecting product reviews if you're not already doing so. Ask your customers to take pictures of themselves and post it on social media. I see a lot of cus- or a lot of merchants use this as an opportunity to just run a giveaway, like run a contest. Yeah. So give away a, a, like a, a $200 gift card if, if you can, you know, budget for that for one lucky winner who posts a picture of them wearing their clothing on social media. Yeah, I love that idea. Uh, for social proof, what about reviews? Oh, yes. Like, please start collecting reviews yesterday. Like, there is absolutely no reason for you to not be collecting reviews. So I always love talking about some of my favorite reviews apps because there are a lot out there and there are some that are great and there are some that are not so great and there are some that just do the job. So if yeah. you are zero budget, cannot afford to, you know, spend an extra monthly fee on a reviews app, Shopify's product reviews app, perfect for this. You don't, it's, it's a no frills app. You can collect reviews and you can display them on your website. That's really at the end of the day what you're what you're looking to do. Now, if you're wanting to look a little get a little bit deeper into customizing them, um, I like Judge Me, Judge Dot Me. Uh, the most expensive plan they have is fifteen dollars a month. So I love that. I absolutely love that. So it makes it a very affordable price point. Um, two others that I really like are Junip, uh, J U N I P, and Okendo. O-K-E-N-D-I-O. Always fun ways to spell things. Um, <laughs> one thing that I really like about, uh, and there are, there are other reviews that, that do this, but Okendo I know does this for sure, is you can add additional questions. Mm-hmm. So again, you're selling apparel. Add a question with like a fit rating. Is it is does it is it like true to size? Is it a little bigger? Is it a little smaller? Or um, people actually do add in like their height and their size directly into the, the reviews questions as well. So all that data is already available to the customers. So yeah. I, I love being able to collect that additional information because that's the kind of like customization that you can get that's, that will help people make a, a purchase decision, especially buying clothes online is tough. You never know if something's going to fit you. Right. And I want to see, okay, this person wears this size normally, blah, blah, blah. I, I think that this will fit me as well before I, I go in and dive in and make that purchase. If you don't have reviews, have them. collecting them now. Have, yes. Have. If you don't have reviews, have them. Have them. Um, One more thing to know about product reviews. So 
I know that there are plenty of merchants out there who sell one-of-a-kind items that they're never going to get in stock again. They're very unique. Each one is each one is unique, so why would you collect reviews? I'll let you in on a little secret. If you're paying for one of the paid reviews apps, I know Judge Me does this for sure, so we're talking $15 a month, you can group product reviews. So yeah. you can say all of these products, if a review is submitted for any of them, show them on whichever pages. So you can kind of like, well, basically create a grouping of reviews. So you always have reviews for that type of product instead of that one single unique product. It's very helpful if you have your product split between different or for whatever reason. I know uh, merchants might have that because they have to circumvent the 100 variance limit. They have more than 100 variants on a product, like size, color, like whatever. Um, and so they split it into multiple products. That way you can kind of combine your reviews that way. Okay, so I just spent... 90 minutes talking about product reviews. As you can see, I'm very passionate about it. So please do it. So next on our list and something that I love to see because it makes me feel like I'm visiting a website that's actually up to date and active is updated photography for the holidays. Like get into the whole, the whole holiday spirit, have winter themed photos, have uh, just general holiday themed photos just to just change up your website a little bit, basically. Yeah. It, it modernizes it. Um, I, I think it's just an always, always like a really fun touch to have. I agree. And I'm going to talk about JoLynn again because I talked about them once already. Uh, but I follow them on Instagram and they were showing the photo shoot that they were doing. A safe, socially distanced photo shoot that they were doing. And it's, and it's, this is an athletic brand and it's got women in, um, their bathing suits or their track suits or whatever they're in, like throwing snow, passing presents, doing all these things. And you can tell that this content is created for their website. It's also created for socials and it is geared towards holiday. And it's not out besides there's a new arrivals on their page right now. And it's someone in their bathing suit holding a wreath. Uh, that's and cool. that, that's all they have published out right now. But I really enjoy that and following along on their journey. They're kind of behind the scenes journey as to what they're filming because Christmas is not the only holiday celebrated and Jolene is a brand that is very inclusive and it shows in the kinds of imagery that they're creating. So I know Kelly and I wanted to really mention that Christmas is not... (laughs) It's not the only holiday. Let's, but let's let's go ahead and cover that now yeah. because we were we were eventually going to cover it anyway. So yeah, be careful of mentioning specific holidays because you could exclude people who are your customers who, let's say, don't celebrate Christmas. Yeah. Because let's be honest, we think holiday shopping, we think Christmas shopping. Yeah. Like that is the default that everyone goes to because but it just is. So I love when I see brands just approach it from more of a winter slash holiday slash gift giving approach and just be more inclusive in your photography, in your phrasing, in everything that you do. Absolutely. It's so funny because earlier I said my Christmas list and it's funny because I don't actually celebrate Christmas. And so that's, <laughs> it's, it's, that's how ingrained it is into yeah. our narrative as people. I'm like, oh, my Christmas list. No, it's my, it was my, it's my Hanukkah list. But I mean, if, you know, someone wants to give me presents on Christmas day too, like I'm not going to say no, but. <laughs> nope. No, it's too late now. I'm not giving <laughs> yeah. you Christmas presents this year. I'll take it. But, you know, there's multiple holidays that happen in December, and it's important to um, be inclusive, like Kelly and I talk about so often. It's not alienate some folks 
This is definitely something to keep in mind for your shipping deadlines. Again, not everybody is waiting for something to arrive by December 24th. Some people need it sooner. Yeah. Some people don't need it. Well, I guess if it's if it's coming later than the 24th and they need it after the 24th, it doesn't really matter. But I just looked up Hanukkah for this year. It's December 10th through December the 18th. Oh. So, so this is a really good example. Yeah, it's really early this year. Um, you know, Hanukkah changes every year uh because we have a different calendar. But that's yeah, that's a great example. So think, okay, if you want it in time for Hanukkah, blah, 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 blah. If you want it in time for this, or just in general, like we said earlier, be more conservative with your shipping estimates. Yeah. Because if I buy something. I I was going to say, if you want to avoid, you know, calling out specific holidays, just say estimated shipping arrival dates. And that's, that's all like that. Let your customers decide whether it's relevant to them or not. 100%. 100%. Because I'd be bummed if I bought Reese something from anywhere and I thought that I was going to get it for Hanukkah and it just didn't come until, you know, the 23rd. I'd be like, oh, that's exactly that sucks, you know? Yeah. So, okay. Glad we got that out of the way. It's an important topic to discuss. It, it's an so. important to- yeah, it is an important topic to discuss. So this next area is something we already touched on, especially in the gift guides. And this is holiday collections. So we already gave some examples of gifts under $25, gifts under $50, gifts under $100 to help your shoppers guide something that's within their budget. Um, but it goes beyond that. The uh, Actually, now that I think of it, the Mint Julep Guide, gifts for X, gifts for a certain type of person, a personality, whatever it might be, is a is a good example of a different type of collection that you can create. So you can create brand new collections for the holiday season and help people get to the products that they're looking for a lot faster. And when you put content or copy on there, that's your landing page now, right? Make yeah. sure it's optimized for SEO. And, and make sure you have your copy on there. If you're if you're buying ads and you're putting and you're directing it to that new landing page, make sure that everything uh, works together and you're not directing your ad to the wrong place. But think of how cool it is to have a holiday collection with holiday copy, and that's all right there. And then there's the rest of your store. You can do both things at one time. You can. You know, I think collections are uh, they might be the most overlooked page oh, yeah. in the buyer journey. Because people think it's just going from like that you're going from homepage to product to checkout. You forget that people are actually browsing your collections pages and they deserve more than just product listing, like more than just a listing of your products, I should say. They, I, I rarely ever actually see content on collections pages. Very rarely. And it makes me sad. Um, we do have an example of, let me figure out if I remember which one. It was another uh, YouTube video that we had recorded that we went through their collections pages. Well, Kinfields is cute. Um, they have, it's, it's not super detailed, but it has like, it's been customized though. So you have like a different image at the top. You have some unique copy from backyard barbecues to weekends in the back country. We're here for it all. So they still have very minimal content, but there's there's content there's to it. Um, what is the other brand that... Oh, excuse me while I look at our own YouTube channel. P.S. We have a YouTube channel and we <laughs> review stores. 
this is a really, really good example. So I'm going to link this page in our show notes. So Brightland uh, is a company that sells uh, olive oils and vinegars. Do they sell other things? I think those are the primary oh, things. I think that's, yeah. that's what they sell. Yeah, and then there's, like, gift sets, like, bundles. Um, So they have a really cool approach to their product or their their collections pages where they're still showing off the, the products as they normally do, but they have little call-outs for uh, unique, like, unique uh, views for certain products instead of just everything being the same thing. Um, I Yes, it will be in the show notes, so please visit. It's brightland.co um, if you happen to be listening to us and you're not near a computer. Um, I guess some people still drive to work, so. Yes, that does still happen. <laughs> There's so many opportunities with holiday collections, and I and I just want to really urge everyone who's listening, and they're like, ugh. For search engine optimization, having a targeted landing page can make the difference between ranking on the top and ranking nowhere. And yeah. this is where you can really shine here and out and outshine your competitors in a way that is really uh, kind of friction frictionless. It's easy to set up a collection on Shopify, and you just have to type some copy in. You know, it's it's, it's you don't have to do all that much here, but it it will make the difference for you. So, I think one more thing that might be worth touching on for holiday collections is just bundling products. Oh, I love bundled products. All right. Tell us about bundled products and why they're so great for the holidays. So in my previous life, I worked at Aveda in college. And every year around holiday, they would have bundles. And it was always holiday bundles. It was kind of like in uh, holiday-ish colors. And it was, you know, it, it, it met their sustainability mission and all that. But it would be special releases of aromas that they didn't have throughout the rest of the year or uh, big sizes and travel sizes put together all in one. And then you would save some money. And I don't mean a ton of money, but like, oh, look, you're saving $10 on this product bundle. And consider consider that the product bundle is $100. Like you're still, as the merchant, making uh, a lot in your margins there. So I remember we would open the stores like I said, olden days, we would open the stores, the day holiday bundles would come out and they would sell through. People would, huh. even typical consumers who were not buying them as gifts would still buy holiday bundles if there was something special about the bundle that made it so you couldn't get one product in it for the rest of the year. Huh. So it's just a way to judge, judge your side up a little bit. Make a bundle. Make a bundle. I like it. Um, really convenient app because everyone loves app, app recommendations. There's an app in the app store that's called Bundles. Really <laughs> conveniently named. <laughs> Us app developers are great at naming things. Like, what does you your app what? do? SEO. SEO manager. Yes, that sounds great. <laughs> it's perfect. So what the, what, the, what the Bundles app does is you create a unique bundle product that people purchase, and that's what they actually add into the cart. But what happens is after the item has been purchased, it decreases the quantity on Ooh. each of those individual items that are within that bundle. So you always have up-to-date inventory tracking. It's a pretty affordable app, too, if I remember correctly. So 
Again, it'll be linked in the show notes and it is called bundles. Also, 10 of 10 recommend uh, for inventory management on holidays because that can get bonkers and out of control really fast. And what you don't want is a lot of upset people who were expecting something to arrive and for you to be out of stock until after the new year. Yes, Uh, agreed. But also, if your items are going to go out of stock, make sure you have a back in stock app installed on Mm -hmm. your store. Um, The... (laughs) Again, the app is called Back in Stock. <laughs> it's a really, it's a really great app to use. You can also um, get people to sign up for your mailing list when they're signing up for back or in stock notifications, which is great. Um, if you use Clavio for your email service provider, Clavio uh, also has its own Back in Stock functionality that you can integrate directly into your store as well. So those are two options that you can use for in stock notifications. So what about that person that has everything and you can't figure out what to buy for them? So you buy them a gift card. <laughs> That's like the default, right? That's the default. And it's it's also like maybe you just don't know them that well, but you want to get them a gift. Yes. So really, I think everybody should offer gift cards on the yeah. store. It is now available on every single Shopify plan. There's no reason to not offer a gift card. Exactly. I can't think of one. It there is some things with your your like reporting. So talk to your CPA, uh, your accountant about how gift cards are handled, just to make sure that you're on the same page. Um, but yeah, I mean, gift cards are available on every single Shopify plan. And if it, it, I think it's important to note that uh, the default uh, gift card functionality works. But what is very 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 important to remember that is if you buy a gift card. For somebody else, that gift card gets emailed to you, mm-hmm. the buyer, and you have to forward it on or print it off or whatever to send to the customer. If you want the, to connect that kind of bridge there and have uh, an option where the gift card is automatically sent to the customer, I recommend the app Rise.ai. Rise AI. I don't know how they say it. Their website is Rise.ai, though, <laughs> so that's a way easy way to remember it. Um, they also offer things like store credit and stuff, uh, which is pretty cool. But uh, we have some clients that are using their their gift card app, and it it definitely does help kind of bridge that gap. That's excellent to hear because I love you, Shopify, but the gift card, the native Shopify gift card feature is a little clunky. Yes. But I do well, love it still. It still, it still works. So. It still works. It, it functions. Okay, Kelly, what are our thoughts on wish lists? Okay. I have opinions. Um, I feel like a lot of brands add wish lists and then they never get used. Okay. I think that if you have a if you have a store that's uh, people are often actually it makes sense to create a gift like a uh, a registry or a wish list, um, then add it. I know a lot of apparel stores that have like a large inventory like having wish lists for this reason. Um, but I feel like if you have a small inventory, there's really no point in offering a wish list. I agree with you. I agree with you. I actually signed up for a wish list this morning, which I normally don't do, but I was like, oh, well, they it's more like a marketplace, so I'm gonna do a wish list so I don't have to copy and paste a bunch of stuff. But if you're something like uh Brightland, for instance, beautiful store, but they don't have a a ton of product offerings. So some, yeah. someone like that is not just not a great use case for a wish list. Same with Kinfield. Exactly. You're like, you've got four products, you know? Like, yeah. I assume they're all on your wish list if you're telling me you want something from Kinfield. <laughs> like, 
Exactly. <laughs> so I want to call out, I know there are a lot of wishlist apps in the app store. So I'm going to talk about one of my favorites. It's called Wishlist Plus. It's by Swim. Uh, that's S-W-Y-M. And why I love this app in particular is that you can really customize the experience. So I mentioned Mint Julep Boutique as one of our clients uh, for their gift guide. They also use the Wishlist Plus app in two different ways on their store, which is a unique way of approaching it. So they have like a true wish list, so you can add any item to your wish list. But they also have a little heart next to each item, mm. and you. So this is this this is their loved items as opposed to a wish list, which they do serve different purposes. Um, for example, you could use it as a like you could see how many times an item has been loved overall. For example, and you could display that number near the heart or whatever indicates that the item's been loved, which creates additional like. Like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, just like interest in the product, uh, demand. It increases demand for it because you see so many other people like the product. Yeah, that makes sense. It, and it builds trust. So I really like the Wishlist Plus app. Again, we'll link that in the show notes. Highly recommend checking it out if if a wishlist does make sense for your business. So this is one of my favorite holiday features that is offered. And it's not just offered holiday. It's offered year round or it should be gift wrapping. Yes. I think it's the best upsell. It's so easy. It's so who easy. likes wrapping gifts? Not me. I mean, there are people who do actually like wrapping gifts, but I am not one of those no. people. Um, my friends have often received an Amazon box for Christmas or, you know, whatever, their birthday. Yeah, just put a um, bow on it. It's fine. Exactly. You just, just have to open you know, it. I just scribble out the, the shipping label and just write, happy birthday or whatever and pretend that it's a gift note um i'm a very good gift giver um but no like gift wrapping is a really great upsell option like people love to be able like people are shopping for gifts right now so why not charge like an extra i see like five dollars for gift wrapping if you're if you're up market if you're luxury you could even charge 20 it depends on what the base level of your (laughs) item is yeah yeah exactly and you can like this is a really easy way just to make some extra money especially if it's not very like if if it's cheap for you to actually wrap the gifts or have your team wrap these gifts, it's easy margin. Or if you think of how Amazon does their uh, gift wrapping, it's just putting it in a pouch. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't have to be like <laughs> literal yeah. wrapping paper. No, um, another brand that uh, my husband is unsuccessfully concealing from me that I know I'm getting for for the holidays. <laughs> is in the other room. And the reason it's unsuccessfully concealed is because the box is the brand name on it, but the box has a bow around it. So they've put the product in the box and put a bow on it. And I'm like, that's perfect. I don't need more than that. I don't need it extra wrapped. Can you imagine like, you know, all those, okay. I have two thoughts on what I'm about to say, (laughs) but those, those car commercials where there's like put a bow on like a giant SUV and like, it's a gift. Um, (laughs) That's a good example of, of of minimal gift wrapping. But also, who gives somebody a vehicle for the holidays? Like, enjoy your tax payments you're going to have to make now. Enjoy registering your vehicle. Enjoy your insurance going up. Happy I, holidays, honey. I'd be so bummed if I got a car for Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever. I'd be like, what is happening? We should probably discuss big financial purchases. <laughs> big financial decisions. Now, I mean, if you're like buying a car, like a used vehicle for like your 16-year-old who just yeah. got their license, like Cash. by all means. Yes. 
But I'm just like, if you take out a loan for a vehicle and present it like brand new off the lot. Also, if I'm buying a brand new vehicle, I want to be the one to drive it off the lot. Uh-huh. Just saying. Uh huh. Otherwise, you've just taken the first 13 miles from me and I'm not really happy about it. <laughs> you have stolen the depreciation. <laughs> you made this vehicle worthless. <laughs> Minus $5,000. <000. laughs> So that's how we feel about gift wrapping upsells. <laughs> it's By a the way, a, a car is not an upsell unless you are uh, part of the ultra, ultra, ultra. Okay. <laughs> you know what? We're going to talk about upsells a little bit longer because you just bought me a cake for my birthday. I did. <laughs> I did. And it is important to make sure that your upsells make sense. <laughs> do you want to explain to the world I what do. you saw? So I bought a cake for, for Kelly for uh, her birthday. It's a carrot cake. And mm. first of all, the second, the first option for upsell was buy a second cake. And I was like, mm, no, <laughs> I don't think so. Second was add lobster tails. And I was like, excuse me, what? And then the rest were sweet additions like pies, cannoli. But then at that point I was like, all right, like I'm Googling things. Cause I don't know if now, if are we adding lobster tails and sweets. (laughs) Are we putting the lobster tails on the cake? Like I have add-on questions. So the only upsell item they got from me was um, the cannoli kit. Uh, So Kelly's going to be making cannolis this week. And then birthday candles. Oh, you got birthday candles too? I did. I I don't even have birthday candles. This is a great experience. I I just told you. (laughs) The best surprise. My cake is going to be here. So this goes live on Tuesday. My cake will be here tomorrow. Yes. And I'm very excited. It I'm going to late. eat a lot of carrot cake. Carrot cake is my absolute favorite cake. It is it is supreme, superior, all the things. I, okay. I have one more topic to discuss for this episode, and it is not the sexiest topic in the world, but it is an important one because things are stressful around the holidays. Mm-hmm. You might be hiring extra team members to help you manage your store. Things can go wrong. And if you've learned the hard way, you've learned that Shopify does not automatically back up your store. I highly recommend installing an app to help you control backups. Because God forbid something happens, you want to be able to continue selling everything that you should be selling during your, your holiday sale, whatever whatever you're selling, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, or anytime during the holiday shopping season. Um, I'm a really big fan of Rewind. I honestly don't know what other backup app. Yeah, is I was going to say, market, isn't but just that's the app? It's probably the app. It's it's the app that, in my opinion, the app that yeah. matters. Yeah. Um, really, really recommend installing Rewind. It is, you know, you you have insurance. It treat it as insurance for your store. If some you have some kind of backup, it is just for that peace of mind if something were to happen. Because everyone always asks me when it does happen, they deleted something from their store. They're like, is there any way to recover this? And I have to break the news to them and tell them there's not, that it is gone, 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 gone. And I'm sorry. P.S. Please install Rewind so this doesn't happen again. So I don't mean to end my list <laughs> on a dark note, but we're ending on on backups. So please uh, link Rewind in the show notes. Um, please install it. You'll make yourself and your entire team very happy. Rian, yes. what is your store shout out this week? My store shout out of the week is Lunya, L-U-N-Y-A dot co. They sell bougie jammies, 
which I'm, I'm grossly oversimplifying what what they what they make, but I am. What I really love is if you look in their featured collection, they've got a good for dot 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 gifting collection, Ooh. and then it says gift sleepwear rest easy. And then here's the copy. Home for the holidays may look a little different this year, but the one thing that remains the same, your title is champion gift giver. Shop our edit to retain the crown. And it it kind of hits on everything we just talked about. So yeah. it's perfect. I love that. Also, I since working with one of my clients, I actually learned what where the word edit comes from for these types of things. Oh, where? Because they're a, it's, it's more of a, like a, a content, like blog kind of word that's used. Um, and because they kept on wanting to use like, uh, like collection edit, collection edit, it, like, col- replace collection with the actual collection name. I'm like, this means nothing to the customer and it still means nothing to the customer. But now I understand what edit actually is. That's my story. I love that story. Wanted to add something, not to the story, but about this page, which everyone (laughs) should look at. If you scroll down more on the collection page, it says cross one thing off your holiday to-do list with our gift wrapping. And there's a picture of how they wrap their boxes. And then in parentheses, it says, we'll even let you take the credit for how good it looks. This is a great landing page. This is a great. Oh, you keep scrolling down. No one has ever wanted to return a great night's sleep. Order by the following dates to get your gift on time. So they list three different options for shipping, ground, express, and expedited. And they have dates of like when you, the last time you can order from them. Now, one thing to note is on time, I'm putting finger quotes around there. This is is Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. So again, this is being very specific about Christmas, which is eh, but this is a really great, great section to add to your website. It even says orders must be placed by 11 a.m. Pacific. Yeah, there's Eastern. like no question about it. <laughs> I love that. I absolutely love that. Okay. So my store shout out this week is Death Wish Coffee. Okay. Um, I think this is like one of the classic Shopify brands. I think like what, two years ago they had a, a Super Bowl ad spot. Is this the brand that did? I think they did. Yeah. Feel, okay. Like, like they, they had one, they had won the ad spot or whatever. So um, well, I'm calling them out mainly because their coffee is good. <laughs> I got a bag of their uh their their pumpkin uh coffee okay for my birthday and really enjoying it they have a really really great uh purchasing experience for the subscription in particular which you know me i never shut up about subscriptions and how great they are (laughs) uh so check out their subscription landing page for one thing but they also have a gift guide which is relevant which they published uh two days ago um well two days ago today which they published on november 6th let's just put it that way okay um, theirs is actually just a blog post. So instead of a landing page, it is a blog post, which is totally fine. It's still crawlable content. Yeah. And like we are talking about, you know, categorizing your your gift guides. So they have gifts under $100, gifts under $50. And then they even break it down further with the fitness freak. Uh, I'm going to skip that one. Um, <laughs> the DWC Death Wish Coffee Starter Pack. So it's a shirt, a bag of coffee, and a thermos. So you can, you can really have some fun with these. Um, yeah. And again, you link to the Death Wish starter pack is literally a product. So it's a bundled product that you can buy. And then they can just update their inventory in the back end with the bundles app. I'm not, I'm not, we are not sponsored by that bundles app. I just, it is <laughs> the app that I swear by for managing bundles for your inventory. I mean, we wouldn't say now, but yeah, they don't sponsor. Uh, I mean, yeah, if you want to sponsor <laughs> us by all means, but. 
<laughs> not not the goal here. Okay, so uh, we're we're done with Black Friday Cyber Monday episodes at this point. I think we'll we'll talk about something different next week. We'll see. No, I'm not. I'm not like promising anything because we might be like, oh wait, one more topic for Black Friday. And one more thing. <laughs> and one more thing. So, but anyway, um. Let's close this out. So thanks so much for tuning in. And thanks again for our, to our sponsors for supporting this episode. Uh, visit our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash commerce tea. Every Thursday, we're posting a teardown, a friendly Shopify store teardown. And I think uh, Lunia would actually be a really fun one to cover. So maybe we do that this too. week. Yeah. Cool. Uh, if you like our podcast, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Reviews make us really happy and we like to see them. And you can subscribe to Commerce Tea on your favorite podcasting service. We post new episodes every Tuesday. So grab your mug and join us then. We'll see you next week. Clocked In is a time clock for Shopify. With Clocked In, your team members can easily clock in and out of their shifts from anywhere. You can manage your team's hours as they work remotely with an intuitive interface that can be used from desktop, tablet, or mobile. Check it out at clockedin.io or in the Shopify app store.